Hello everyone, welcome to Mindfully Moody, a community and a podcast that myself and my best friend Hannah, who is not here with me today, but she is always here in spirit, we built this podcast to help people grow, evolve, shift, learn new things about themselves, and to really arrive at a place of inner peace. So that is why we are here today, and I am so excited, or here overall, I should say, and I am so excited to be here today recording a solo episode because I am actually recording this on my birthday, July 20th, and how beautiful that I get to record a podcast episode on my 31st birthday. I have been really busy over the last week, so I haven't gotten the chance to record. I was just in Maui with two of my best friends. It was absolutely spectacular, and I came back to a really busy work week, so I'm just getting the chance to sit down, and I felt like, what a special time to sit down on my birthday. So hello, welcome. If you have never listened to Mindfully Moody before, Thank you so much for choosing this as the podcast that you want to listen to today. And if you have been listening to Mindfully Moody for maybe the past few months, maybe the past year, thank you so much as well because you are choosing to come back and our message is resonating with you. And that's why we started the podcast as well because different messages and different styles resonate with different people. So, The fact that you are here again because we resonate with you, we are so, so, so grateful. So what I wanted to talk about today, I just really want to kind of channel this through and I was thinking about what what do I want to talk about on this special day on my 31st birthday? What feels right to me to really bring to the Mindfully Moody audience And also, what is something good for me to reflect on on this day? And what I want to talk about is something that has really shifted my life and I think has shifted a lot of people's lives that I know and I know it's shifted Hannah's life. And that is becoming your own best friend. We talked a little bit ago, maybe... I don't know, six or so episodes ago about friendships and how important friendships are, especially as women, having other women friends and really cultivating a community that makes us just feel incredible. And I think that that is so, so, so important. But I also think in the same amount of importance is Becoming your own best friend because that is all about self-love and that is something that on my 31st birthday I can say, wow, I have really done that. I have really gotten to a place in my life where I feel like my company is some of my favorite company and that is absolutely not where I was a few years ago. And what has really gotten me to this place has been all of the inner work that I have done, all of the personal development, all of my spiritual practices and spiritual discovery. And now I'm in a place where 
I feel so grateful to have time alone. It's not time that I dread in the same way that I used to. It's not time that I think, oh, I wish I was doing something else because this isn't important enough or this isn't valuable enough for me to spend time on my own. It's time that I literally nurture myself and that I nourish myself and I just have so much gratitude for it. So that's what I want to talk to you all about today. I also want to make an important announcement and I'm excited to share this as well. I've been sharing on the podcast that I have been in training a a school called Lumia to become a certified ICF life coach and I am just graduating from the first part of the program this upcoming week and with that announcement I am officially taking on clients for life coaching and I'm still at the beginning of starting my business so I don't have a full branded website up. I still I'm really trying to channel my heart-centered business name and also begin to create structured programs that I can guide people on to just really help them on their journey of discovery. However, in the meantime, I'm taking on one-on-one clients and I also do have some free Yes, you heard me right. Pro bono spots available. They are limited, but if you are interested, please reach out to me on social media. You can reach out to us um, just on our Mindfully Moody Instagram page. Our Instagram is mindfullymoody underscore, and our TikTok is just mindfullymoody. You can also reach out to us on email. Reach out to me on email at mindfullymoodyco at gmail.com. So any of those ways are amazing to reach me. You can also find me on my personal Instagram if you would like to as well, which is Sassy Sarah Swan. I will put all of this in the show notes. But I am so excited to be taking on clients and just be embarking on this new career journey for myself. And what would I want to coach on or what are are my niches? They are really connected to exactly what we talk about on Mindfully Moody. So mindset shift, self-love, pushing past self-doubt to live the life that you desire, live the life that you deserve, discovering your purpose, spiritual journey. There are a lot of things that I really feel passionate about coaching on. So if any of those things are something that you are interested in, please reach out to me. I also love to coach on goal setting. So if you're looking for something a little bit more tangible, you need some motivation from a coach, I'm here to support you in that way as well. So my doors are open and I cannot wait to hear from you. So with that, let's get into being your own best friend. And I want to talk a little bit about why this is so important to me because I think that that's important as you are listening to this and maybe you're thinking about yourself and your own journey and your own relationship to yourself of just how this can really connect to you. So in my younger life, I really didn't like myself and I maybe portrayed to the outside world that I liked myself because I'm just always been a very outwardly confident portraying person, even though if that's not, that has not been always what's been going on in the inside. So in my younger years, I 
was always around people. I had a lot of friends from, let's just talk about my adult life. So 18 onward. I mean, in college, I was always with people. After college, I was always with people. When I first moved to San Francisco, I had a lot of friends, amazing friends that are still my best friends today that I was always with. Hannah is one of those. And I didn't spend a significant amount of time alone. And I kind of planned my life that way because I didn't feel totally whole and happy and energized when I was alone. I sort of felt like I just didn't love my company. I felt that I was, you know, like I wasn't really doing things that were contributing to my growth when I was alone. Usually I'd just be like at home vegging, maybe being hungover, watching TV, talking to my friends on the phone, etc. So I didn't spend almost any quality time alone in a joyful state. So even though I was alone, it wasn't really in a joyful state. And over the past, let's say, few years, probably 2019 and onward, I really shifted that in myself. And I think COVID had a big impact on that, which I'm sure that had a big impact on many people. I lived in a studio apartment alone in the beginning of COVID for about six months until I moved back to Florida to stay with my parents for a period of time. So I had to be alone all the time in COVID and pre that. So in those moments, I started to really learn to just love my own company. And not only did I learn to love my own company, but I learned the things that I enjoyed doing alone. So this was a time in my life where I was shifting to wanting to work on a lot of growth mindset focus things. I was trying to do a lot of self-discovery and a lot of that is best done alone in my personal life. I love now being in community doing those things, but I still do a lot of that alone and I cherish those alone moments. So this is just a little bit about my journey and how I got to this place, but I want to talk about the things that I did as well that helped me get there and hopefully inspire you if you want to be your own best friend or maybe you already are your own best friend and you are just getting you know tips and tricks and things that you can do to really nurture the relationship with yourself. So I think one of the first things that I did was actively work on shifting my mindset about the idea of being alone. So like I was just talking about earlier in my life when it was more of a daunting idea, I started to think about it in a grateful way. I think that, you know, when we are in our younger lives, um, you know, we don't have as many maybe responsibilities as we'd have later in life with a family. Like I started to really think about that. I was also single during this time. So it was like, okay, it is me. And this is a really unique time in my life. And I think that when we're single or when we, you know, maybe are in more alone periods in our lives, we can really like kind of dig deep into that and, I, I, you know, used to feel a lot of sadness for myself in that way. So what I did was start shifting my mindset to like 
no, this is a special time in my life. This is a time in my life where I don't have children. I don't have a partner. And I am engaged now, by the way, and I still am my best friend and cherish alone time. So, And I know that I will do the same thing when I have kids, but I'm just talking about what I did initially was that I started to shift into gratitude rather than feeling like I was missing something. And I think that I've carried that on through my life because now as I'm in a relationship where I live with my fiance and I think about having children, I'm like, wow, now even I'll be more grateful in a different way, not more grateful, but grateful in a different way to have my alone time because I'll have other things, you know, pulling my energy in different parts of my life as well. So shifting your mindset about being alone, it being a time of gratitude and being a time of have, having the, the moments to nourish yourself is such a big mindset shift that I made. And how I would do that is even actively in the moments where I would start to feel sad or down or disappointed that I was spending time alone, I would start catching myself. I grew the awareness of catching myself. And in those moments, I would reassure myself of, no, this is a time that I should really cherish. This is a time that I get to spend alone with me the, the most down person in my entire life for me is me. And I want to spend time with that person. I want to date myself, treat myself like the goddess that I am, treat myself like the beautiful woman that I am, and really just bask in that beauty of gratitude. So that is a big shift for me that now I don't even, yes, I have moments, of course, that creep in of like, you know, I feel a little bit lonely right now. I don't have a ton of friends where I'm living because most of my friends left and I do definitely have moments of feeling lonely, but I always remind myself that it is okay because I have me and I love my own company and I can also go and fill my time anytime that I need to by creating community, being around other people that I enjoy their company. So if you are in a moment like the younger version of me where you just feel disappointed and sad and lonely, try to start taking small steps. It takes time to start shifting your mindset. The next thing that I did and probably the most important thing is that I figured out what my favorite things were to do alone. My favorite things to do alone were. And Oh my gosh, I have such a big list, but this is one of the most important things because when you may be in those moments of disappointment or loneliness that you're alone or when you're in those moments of feeling like, I don't feel like my best friend right now, I feel like my enemy. And I have had those moments. I've had many of those moments in my life where I'm like, am I my own worst enemy? Now, no, I'm not my own worst enemy. I'm my own best friend. And that's what self-work has, has given to me. So I created a cloud. I don't know why that just came to me. A, I'm thinking word cloud. I created a list of whatever word you want to fill in there of things that I could do for myself and things that I love doing alone so that 
I felt like when I was alone, I wasn't just sitting at home because that used to be the way that I would spend my alone time. I would just be chilling at home on the couch, maybe scrolling on my phone, watching Netflix. And that's great every once in a while. And I absolutely have that in my routine. And I think that that's self-care as well. But if I was always doing that, that's what was leaving me with feelings of sadness and feeling like that own worst enemy. So I started doing things that excite me to be in my own company. So I love being outside and I love being outside, particularly alone. I go on walks alone. I'll go to the park alone. I'll go to the beach alone. And I pack it up just like I'm going to meet a friend. I bring a blanket. I bring something good to drink. Maybe I stop and get a snack or I get lunch whatever it may be, right? And I set up at the beach or a park. I bring a speaker just like I would if I were there with a friend. And then I'll also typically have something I'm doing there. Maybe I'm reading a book. Maybe I'm meditating. Maybe I'm just basking in the sun and enjoying the weather. Maybe I'm brainstorming on something. I'm doing manifestations, some sort of activity. Maybe I'm doing art, I'm not typically doing that, but let me give that as a suggestion for you. Um, Now I just got my boyfriend, oh, my fiance, just got me a steel drum for my birthday today. And now I'm like, I'm going to go play that in the park. So bring something with you, an instrument, a coloring book, a drawing pad, whatever is an activity that you love to do and bring that outside with you and set up as if you were going to meet your friends. So that's one of my favorite things to do alone. I also love going to community events alone. And that may be really intimidating at first. I remember Hannah was really into community events going alone before I was. And I was always like, oh, that sounds so scary to me. But now I absolutely love it. And what's great about it is that it's a way to kind of be alone, but also be surrounded by other people. And it's nice because if you want to have connection with others, you can reach out and you can do that and you can engage. But if you want to kind of lean back and just more do your own thing, you also have the ability to do that when you're alone. So I love to go to spiritual events alone, breath work, meditations, sound baths, yoga, ice bath events, things like that nature. But there are so many different kinds of community events that you could go to. So absolutely doing events is amazing. I also love literally any type of self-care. So I love to go to the spa. I love to, even if it's just like a day pass, you know, you're not getting a massage because maybe that's too much of a splurge, but you can get like a day pass for 50 bucks or so, maybe less depending where you live, just to have access to spa amenities. I love doing that. I feel like that is such an amazing thing to do alone. Um, I love going shopping alone. I love just literally settling in a bath and doing self-care. Even if you are in the bath and you are scrolling TikTok, that is self-care, okay? Do your thing. Do what makes you feel comfortable. I like to read in the bath. I like to meditate in the bath. So finding those things, what I like to do is have a list of things that maybe are like a splurge, like something like going to the spa or maybe even going to certain kind of events, something that's like mid-level and then something that is just free and just interchanging those things. So plan out your days that you're alone. 
Take yourself to lunch. Take yourself to dinner. Take yourself to happy hour. Start romancing yourself just like you would romance a friend or your partner because you deserve it. Get dressed up and go out somewhere. I love looking cute on a Saturday and just hitting the city streets alone and doing my own thing or putting on an athleisure outfit and going out for a walk, going out to the park, doing things that make me feel good. And that has really, really, really just opened up my heart of loving my own company. I stopped waiting for other people to show up for me and I started showing up for myself. And that is one of the most powerful things you can do to become your own best friend. Start showing up for yourself. You want to go on a vacation? Look into taking the trip solo. You want to go to a new movie? Go by yourself. You want to try a new restaurant? Sit at the bar and romance yourself. You don't have to wait around for other people to show up to do things in order for you to live a fulfilling, amazing, incredible life. And chances are, when you're out there living alone and you're showing up as your own best friend, people are going to be attracted to that energy. That is powerful. People notice that kind of energy. So there is a chance that you attract people, whether it be someone that you're interested in romantically, whether it be a friend, whether it just be an acquaintance that you're chatting with for the night, That energy is attracting other people's energy that are in that same kind of mindset. So show up for yourself and shine. Do not wait around for anyone else. Oh, I love that. I feel like I just gave myself a little bit of a pep talk too. So finding the things that you love to do is so, 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 so important and I would say the last big thing that I would share, you know, shifting my mindset about being the idea of being alone, finding all of the things that you love to do. And then lastly, doing the growth inner work that you deserve. So I think that on my journey through my self-discovery, I have unlocked so many things that I didn't even know about myself, the way that my subconscious mind was developed. I've thought deep into my childhood and uncovered things that I had covered in the past. I thought deep into my teenage years and all the challenges that I had. I thought deep into my family connections, my friend connections, the relationships that I've had in and out of my life. And all of that discovery, all of that work, the journaling, the meditation, the breath work, the spiritual ceremonies, all of these things have allowed me to see the beautiful pieces of myself and made myself whole again. And I think that that is maybe the biggest piece of what has allowed me to be my own best friend. I have seen all of these different pieces of me and I've recognized that they are a beautiful mosaic of beauty, just beauty and magic and power and divine, sacred energy and spirit and just so many, so many things. I realized that my mosaic of me, Sarah, of my life is everything that I've ever wanted. I've gone through my challenges. I've had hard times. 
I've been brokenhearted. I've been sick. I've literally had so many challenges, just like every single person listening to this, because all of our challenges are relative to us. And we all experience challenges in various ways that take away from no one else's journey. And those pieces, recognizing all of that brought me to a place where I'm my own biggest fan. I'm my own best friend. I see why I put up the walls earlier on in my life that I used to feel guilt about. The the feelings that I had of disappointment and sadness and fear and doubt, all of those feelings, I found out why I had those. And I gave myself permission to have those because I know that I was doing the best that I could at that time with the tools that I had. And I stopped feeling sad, mad, guilty, frustrated, annoyed, irritated, whatever you feeling you want to throw there, emotion you want to throw there. I stopped feeling those things for the past version of me. And I started feeling love because that's what the past version of me needed. That's what every past version of me needed. I started to take my beautiful mosaic and piece it together to be this beautiful picture, beautiful art project, art masterpiece that I know that I am, my spirit is, this physical body that I am is. And that has forever changed my life. So there is nothing that I could encourage more than doing the inner work. And the fact that you're listening to this podcast listening to me say these words, you are already doing the inner work because you are here. And I want to tell you to keep going. It is not about the destination. It is about the journey. The destination will change, 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 change. It is forever, forever changing. And I know that you know that. And I have learned to love the journey. I have learned to nurture myself along the journey. And that is what I hope for you. Mm. Wow. What a beautiful flow for me to recognize all of the amazing areas that I've grown in my life as I turn 31 today and think about all of the shifts that I've made. And if there is anything that I could do and go back in my life and tell the younger version of myself, it would be, I love you. You are perfect exactly as you are. You do not need to change anything. You don't need to live up to a societal standard. You don't need validation from other people. Being your own best friend allows you to give yourself the ultimate validation, validation from you internally. That is the best and only validation that you ever need. I love it. I loved this. This was a very fun 30-ish minute episode for me to record. And I'm so grateful that you are here listening to it. And I just want to drop another note. If you are interested in coaching, please reach out to me. I am excited to take on some free clients. Again, those spaces are limited. So reach out to me literally as soon as you listen to this. If you have that spark of alignment when you listen to this podcast, reach out to me because we are meant to connect. And I'm so excited to connect with hopefully many of you. So thank you so much. I hope you have an absolutely beautiful week and we will be back with you next week with a joint episode. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day.